And I like to say I am your good luck charm. And you probably maybe agree, maybe not. But I have a funny little story that honestly makes my day every single time I think about it. I was getting out of baseball. I had baseball practice playing in college as my sophomore year. And the good doctor came on TV and I saw Freddie Heimworth and I was like, wow, this guy is amazing. Like Zach needs to get on this show. So what did I do? I ended practice. I called Zach and usually I call at the wrong times as usual, always when he's doing stuff. And uh, finally got him when he's not doing something and he picks up. And before he can talk, I said, Zach, you got to get yourself on this show. This good doctor show is amazing. Like this guy is like, it looks amazing. Like special needs. Cause I love it. Like you need to get yourself on here. Zach literally says right back to me. You don't believe where I just came out of. Where did he just come out of? He walked out of the freaking audition. I mean, I don't know if that was a coincidence or that just happened because I don't know if Fairy dust was up there, but uh, take me through of working on The Good Doctor because you had an amazing experience on there and working next to Freddie Heimwerch, which we all you know looked up to growing up with the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Take me through that and uh, that little you know guest star appearance that you had on The Good Doctor. Yeah, so I think that was a very interesting time because I was about a quarter way through the program that I had signed up for to study acting. So I was already trying to implement the techniques that I've been learning into my work, which doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes years for it to really um, become a part of you. Regardless, I, I've obviously been acting at that time for 11, 12 years. And like I was saying, I'm, I'm good with memorization and other things naturally. It's just about chipping away and, and fine tuning the tools. So um, I had an audition to play in that particular episode. I think it was called Apple. Um, there's a Nazi white supremacist that comes into a grocery store and um, robs people and he ends up shooting a girl that I am on a date with a tinder date um <laughs> so basically I am this kid that didn't really know this girl but you find out throughout the episode that you know I'm still there because I just feel like I need to be there for her and um it was really beautiful because a lot of guest stars don't normally have arcs on the show so I think it was really nice to go onto the episode and, and know exactly where this character was going and I could approach my role with with uh um a, a, a lot of depth, which doesn't necessarily happen, like I was saying on 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 those one episode or two episode roles. So that being said, my audition process, usually you get an audition, you go in and bang and then you get a call and it's callback. You know, sometimes it can be one audition, several, you never know. In this case, I was going out for the Nazi shooter who was 30 years old at first. And I remember I got the audition the night before. It was like 10 long pages. And I was like, why am I even auditioning for this guy? I'm not 30. I, I'm Jewish. I don't look like this guy. So I figured, you know what? It's a great opportunity um, for me to exercise my craft and just go and do the work and do the best I can because you never know who's going to see it. I go into the audition the next day. Um, thankfully, you know, like I was saying, that technique just taught me to put my head down and don't get caught up in the noise and just keep going, rain or shine. So went in, thought I did a decent job, um, even though obviously I'm, I'm, I just didn't believe that I, I could be this person or at least what they were describing. And the guy was saying, you know what? We have another role we're auditioning for. Uh, we're going to leave in about like 30 minutes. You mind just um, doing this and just coming back? And I read it and it was like, Brandon, uh, I don't remember what the, it was like me, the, the description. I was like, why didn't I go out for this guy first? Anyway, um, I'm in the car working on the lines and I remember it's like another 10 pages and I have 30 minutes to do this. And I was like, what the, you know, I, 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 <laughs> I like to know everything off book where I'm not even thinking about it so I can just be in the moment and live it as truthfully as I can and ride the emotion. 
that I'm feeling to let that drive the scene. So regardless, I, I was like, hey, can you guys wait like 45 minutes? And they're like, sure, just do as much as you can. I'm in the car. I'm like, okay, well, um, I'll, I'll pick these four scenes. Anyway, um, I'm in the car. I'm working on them. I'm going, going, going. You call and, and you're like, hey, what's up? Have you seen this show? Good Doctor. It's so good. I'm like, dude, you're not going to believe this. I'm at the audition right now. I'm auditioning for a role in the show. You're like, oh my gosh, that would be so cool if you got it. Freddie Highmore, Freddie Highmore is great. And I'm like, yeah, he's awesome. And I was like, I really got to go. I got to do this. So I, I, for whatever reason, like I was saying, the universe just looks out for you. I have never gotten 10 pages done in 45 minutes where I just trusted it and just knew what I was doing and went in confident. I think there's a lot of pressure sometimes. And maybe it was just like, I had nothing to lose because I went in going, it's about the work, not about getting the role for that first role. So I think that's the mindset you got to have with everything is forget the outcome, do what you're trained to do and do it the best you can. So I went in and uh, I thought it was great. I got a call back and um, the callback was at the place where I had my first audition ever as an actor. Remember that first story I talked about where I had an audition and they wrote a part of the movie for me? I hadn't been there since that first audition. And um, again, another weird sign. So for whatever reason, I just trusted the universe. All the guys that were reading for my role looked nothing like me. Um, as an actor, you always look and you're like, well, they're going to get the part, you know? Um, and for whatever reason, I was just like, you know, just keep your head down and, and um, you know, just keep, keep going. So I went in, we just did it straight through. Usually you stop between the scenes, but they, we went straight through and that was it. I said, bye. And I got the call and it was a wonderful experience. Freddie Highmore is so dedicated, very inspiring. And I think um, we really... Um, bonded on the fact that we both had a, a deep admiration for the craft and we just loved being there. And, um, and he really, I, you know, it's a team effort that that whole show is, but he brought on the camera crew from Bates Motel, which is the show he did previous. And the director of my episode was a co-star of his on Bates Motel, an actor named Nestor Carbonell. He's phenomenal. If you haven't seen his work, um, you'll look up his name and you'll know who he is. He's been in so many movies from The Dark Knight to the new show um, with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. I forgot what it's called. It's on Apple TV. It's so great. The Morning Show. So great. Um, check it out if you haven't yet. Anyway, um, it was just a great experience. I filmed all the Wimpy Kid movies in Vancouver. That's where we filmed The Good Doctor and it was a few weeks and and uh, it just reminded me of why I love my job and um, why you have to treat every opportunity like it's your last and focus on the work, forget about the outcome. And if I had just said, I'm not this, you know, 30 year old Nazi white supremacist looking guy with a full grown beard, and I could have just thrown away the audition, but I was like, I'm just going to go in and see what happens. So uh, whatever reason, the universe is looking out for me and um, it was a wonderful experience. And I think right after that happened, you know, reality hit and all the hard work paid off because look, you got right after that, you ended up on Good Trouble as Tate Wilson on there. You also were as what was you also was in one of the biggest, you know, video games, Kingdom Heart, and you were hanging on that, which actually we're gonna talk about right now. And I love the other movies too, but this is something which is really unique for a lot of actors. You yes, you are an actor, but also there's voice actors and those are also big in the music or not music industry, video industry and video game industry. And, you know, uh, what's it like going behind the scenes of, you know, a voice actor and doing something like a character like Hainer? I mean, this is a different process than being a normal actor or is it not? It's very different um, because you can walk into a voiceover audition or even a job and you can walk in in your pajamas, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, so how that came about is I'm, I do voiceover as well. I've been doing it since the beginning. 
Um, I, as a kid, I was on a, a bunch of Nick Jr. shows, Bubble Guppies. I played Gil, the blue haired guy for all of you who have, you know, nieces, nephews, um, young kids that watch Nick Jr. Uh, Nihao Kailan, I played Sansan, the leader of the ants, a bunch of other, I've done lots of voiceover, thankfully, throughout the years. It's, it's also been another wonderful um, experience and wonderful memories that I'll have with me. So my agent um, just send me an audition like any other one. And, you know, normally they don't really tell you what the projects are because it's from video games to shows they want to keep quiet. Um, obviously, a franchise like Kingdom Hearts is, um, it's just, I mean, it, it's got a, a tremendous fan base. My brothers played it. I grew up watching them play it. So I didn't even know at first I was auditioning for one of the roles in the game. Um, I sent in my audition like anything, you know, you do your work and let go of it. And, um, I was in Israel with you, actually, we were on birthright and I got the email saying that, uh, they chose me for kingdom hearts. I was like, kingdom hearts. When did I go out for this? Because they have code names and everything for the roles. Um, and I, I mean, there was, a obviously Hander was in the second game as well, but I was like seven when that came out or something like that. So that being said, it took a while because they have to get all the Disney actor voices to um, coordinate their schedules to get them in for the game. And those are different people coordinating for the Kingdom Hearts specific characters versus the Disney characters that they bring into the games because you travel to different worlds in the Kingdom Hearts game for those of you who have never played it before. So um, I was anticipating that that recording session for months. I mean, I was like, how big is my character? Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, obviously, um, for those of you who don't know, Kingdom Hearts, you, you travel into the different Disney worlds with the different Disney characters. So um, I think I was just waiting so long for my recording session to come up. I mean, I had been waiting months. I was calling my agent. When am I going in to, to, to record this role? Because I, I just wanted to know how big my role was going to be. Was I going to be one of the leads? Obviously, in the games, you travel to different worlds. Is my character the guy in my world? And he is, for um, those of you who played Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, Hayner is in a town called Twilight Town, which you'll visit early on in the game. So, um, I mean, it was just a dream come true. I, I'm, the recording session was a few hours, I think four to six hours. And um, you weren't allowed to take your phone in. You had to sign an NDA, obviously, because they don't want anything leaking from the game or coming out before the release, obviously. And um, every moment I was in there, I just kept telling myself, enjoy every second of this. Just, just, just enjoy your time recording this because you are a part of history and the games have done so much for people. It's, um, it's really an honor to be a part of it. And, uh, I, I was actually, this is crazy. I was playing the game yesterday. Um, for whatever reason, video games, being in a, I don't like watching myself in the work that I do on screen. I think it, sometimes it can cause me to get in my head and, and second guess the work that I'm doing. And obviously they chose me and there's a reason they chose me. So you have to trust that. But seeing myself in a video game, I don't know what it is. It's the coolest feeling ever. I mean, it must be the feeling of playing a superhero because it's like you walk up to me in the game and I'm talking to you and it's like I'm in the world. I think that's what I love about acting so much is you get to escape and be a part of someone else's life. And I think it's always recorded, which is amazing. Your thoughts, your feelings, whatever was going on that day in your own brain as Zach, but also as who you're playing. But in the video game, I mean, that's that's my own. I mean, he's, just, he's his own man, you know? He's just, he can do whatever the heck he wants. It's limitless. So... I was saying it's an honor. It's a really amazing feeling. And um, 
you cannot always control the roles that you get. And I was lucky to have been a part of just such an incredible franchise. And um, yeah, you know, I'm really grateful. And from that actual, you know, one of the biggest video games, in your opinion, and it is one of the biggest video games, you landed another video game. So you landed in Mafia, the Mafia game. Tell me about yeah, that. So, uh, Mafia Definitive Edition, which just came out, I think, five days ago. Um, it's a remake of the first Mafia. So Mafia is created by 2K Games, um, and uh, they've done, like, I think, three of them. Uh, and... They remade the first one, new graphics, new everything. The fans, the fans wanted it. And I was fortunate enough to be in that game as well. You know, like I was saying, you don't always get to be a role like Hainer in Kingdom Hearts and, and someone that stands out. And mo more often than not, the voices you hear in the background, um, you could, I mean, it could be the same person for like one voice, but they also do all the voices that you don't even listen to or think of. So in Mafia, I, I play a bunch of the bad guys. Like when you're fighting me, uh, I had to learn a, a Chicago accent and all this stuff. So it was really fun. Um, and um, yeah, I was actually playing it today as well. I think there's just no other feeling like hearing yourself in a video game for whatever reason. And that's cool because you're like a mobster in the, in the late 1920s, early 1930s in Chicago. So that, I mean, talk about a completely different world. That's like a Grand Theft Auto type game. Um, and I think at that moment when I got that role, because Hayner is in Kingdom Hearts is more my real voice. This was more of a, a voiceover voice. You know, I, I had to put on a Chicago accent, all this stuff and like really talk high pitched and all. And so I think it, it, it opened my eyes. Like now I'm really doing this. Not that I haven't done it for so long, but again, I, I, ever since I really started taking acting seriously, not that I didn't before, but when I really decided this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life and you know, on obviously other things as well, like music and, and writing. But I think everything just the, 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 the losses, they hurt more and the victories, they just taste so much sweeter. So like I was saying, you got to take it all for what it is, take it in strides, keep going. But it's important to uh, enjoy those small victories too, because um, I, I hope I can speak for all the actors out there. We really, you know, we put our heart out um, in everything we do. And I think that's what being an artist is, is you, you put everything you possibly can into any role, whether it's big or small, and um, you just hope people enjoy it and like it. And it, it also helps that you're a part of just really awesome games and franchises that people have loved already for, for years. And and sometimes you get to be a part of them from the beginning, like Wimpy Kid. So it's just, um, like I was saying, I mean, life, is, life has been very good to me. And um, it's nice as I've been in this pandemic to be able to take a step back and obviously, you know, everyone's going through stuff and, you know, everyone's struggling, but um, spending time with my family and realizing what's important in life and what really matters is, and, and, and honing not only the relationships that I have and I want to build upon um, and realizing that's really what matters in life, but also giving more to my craft and music and acting and doing what I can and, and getting ready for when hopefully things um, start to slowly get back to normal. Right. And I think one of the coolest things is you have shot for new things and tried new things and something like a video game and voiceovers and, you know, acting and, you know, going in movies that you probably didn't think were going to be big and turned in to be big. You took a lot of chances and, you know, sometimes the movie industry, it rewards you. And another fun little story, uh, one of the boys favorite movies of all time, American Pie. And this is something that you are going to be released in in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully this gets out and it's already out. But 
American Pie is a for our friends group, one of the you know most favorite series of our whole entire friends group. We watched these together. We laughed about it. We joked about it. And we all actually looked at each other, me, Gall, Jared, uh, Dylan. We all said, this would be crazy if one day you ended up on American Pie. Fast forward, you know, this eight years, we've been friends, nine years. And you're, I guess our dream came true. Our best friend is on American Pie, Girls Rule. So now let's get into that. What is your, <laughs> welcome to American Pie, Zach. Uh, you played the character Emmett. And what is your character like? What do you do in the movie? Take me through what we are going to expect from American Pie. So what you're going to expect from American Pie um, is American Pie. Um, it comes out, actually, I think it's on digital um, and DVD in a week, October 6th. But I think it's going to be on Netflix. Uh, they, they haven't told us the official date, but the following month, potentially. Um, that being said... It's called American Pie's Rules. It's the movie reimagined. I like to think of it as a spin-off. It's like the first movie, the four guys make a pact that they want to lose their virginity on prom night. Um, and in our movie, it's four girls. And I play Emmett, and he is kind. He's 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 quirky, but he's also um, he, you know he's got a big heart, and he's got a huge crush on Stephanie Stifler. <laughs> which is they haven't really decided if Stifler is the daughter or the sister of the original Stifler. I guess it's, it's up for grabs, whatever you guys want to decide. But I think when you take on any type of role like American Pie, you just go into it going, okay, well, I'm, I want to have a fun experience and I want to try something new. Not, you know, in that term, I think I just never done anything that was um, as out there as American Pie, you know? Um, I think that they obviously, again, another franchise that a lot of people have enjoyed over the years and and um, and and liked watching. So I think just to be a part of a franchise that I've enjoyed watching, like you were saying growing up, and and try something new, you know? I've, I've never been in um, like a, a, a real uh, raunchy comedy. So, and this one really isn't that raunchy. It's, they done, it's very tasteful. It's very fun. Um, and... I love the movie. I saw it recently. And I think, like I was saying, you take on a movie like this and sometimes you go, okay, well, I know what I'm signing up for. And it, it and I thought it was going to be fun and people would enjoy it, but I, I was really impressed with how it turned out. I like really, I think all the actors brought it. Everyone is unique in their own way. And we all had the time of our lives filming that movie. So I think it's just like it shows on camera. That's, I think that's one thing I've been taking away is if everyone's having fun, everyone's going to see that. And um, you just hope that you're going to work with a bunch of young, talented actors that take the craft seriously and, and also know that, like, um, we're here to work, but we're also here to um, appreciate the fact that, you know, we're fortunate enough to be working on a set and a part of a, a really special franchise. So I'm excited for people to see it. And Emmett um, was so much fun to play and different than a lot of roles I've played. What was the cast like? I, I mean, I know your stories. You love your cast. And I think. In my opinion, from what you've talked about, one of your favorite casts you've been with because you all are around the same age and uh, you all look like you love each other. And I think when you love each other that much while you're having fun, you know, the craft comes out amazing. So how was the cast? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I was saying, I think, you know, sometimes you you sign on the projects and you have to do your work. And I think you're lucky if, um, if um, you have good chemistry off the bat because sometimes you just, you're cast and you have to go, you know, a lot of people that have love scenes or a lot of people that have um, like fight scenes, 
it's nice to be able to trust the person that you're working with and you don't always have the luxury of having time with them to form a connection so you can build that trust. So you have to build it instantaneously. And for whatever reason, we all just got along from the moment we started working together. I mean, like I said, I think when we're all young trying to figure out who we are, but we can all um, bond over the fact that we have a deep passion um, and love for the craft of acting and other things and we're artists, you can't go wrong. And there were no egos on set. And I think that can sometimes get in the way of things. I fortunately never really dealt with that um, on a big scale. But I mean, like I was saying, everyone is just super talented, super awesome. Everyone brought it. And uh, we really, um, I, I mean, I talked to most of them still. So that's really what you can hope for. I mean, when you go from project to project, sometimes actors, I think it's hard to, like in life, sometimes life gets the best of you and you can't always keep in contact. But I can say that like, I talked to three of them today and we filmed the movie almost a year ago. So it's like, I think that speaks for itself. We are going to wrap it up with uh, one another new movie that you're coming out in. And you told me to remind you about this, Dreamcatcher. And I really do not know anything about this other than you're, I think, a DJ on it or you... Maybe not a DJ. I have no clue. Tell me, what, what is Dreamcatcher? You play Jake on it. This is something you kept a secret from all your friends. And I don't know anything about it. Tell me. So Dreamcatcher was uh, a really hidden gem. I think that um, sometimes you take on independent films, meaning they don't have a studio behind them. And uh, they're financed by, by um, people who want to finance the film outside of like a place like Fox or Warner Brothers or Netflix, you know, independently financed. So they call it an independent. So um I feel like there's a lot more creative control and I had never done a horror film before or a genre film. So um, I was immediately drawn to the script. I think a lot of things, I, I don't want to spoil the movie, um, were things that I was intimidated by as an actor. And like I said, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to really take on what I could and, and, um, and test my skills that I had acquired over the years, um, test my craft. So what better to take on than horror film, right? So um, Dreamcatcher is uh, pretty much about a group of friends that um, go to a music festival and uh, get hunted by a stalker assailant. So DJ Dreamcatcher, I don't play the DJ. Um, I play Jake, one of the leads. And similar character to American Pie, not that he is, um, I think Emmett in American Pie is more sweet and really, really, um, I don't want to say inexperienced. He, I mean, he is inexperienced. That's one of the jokes in the film. But um, in Dreamcatcher, I am in love with my best friend. I mean, we've been friends for years, and I think it's a much deeper love and a deeper relationship. And and obviously, a lot of things go on. Um, you got to see the movie to find out. But obviously, it's a horror film. The one thing I loved about it is it's sexy, and somehow they made a horror film sexy. And the cast is is is. I still talk to them too. I mean, I, I was two for two. I mean. Um, very talented because when you work on something that has such a low budget, like independent films, you know that people, not all of them, but most of them, you know that the people that are signing on are doing it because they love what they're doing. And uh, I mean, I talked to the director, Jacob, when I met with him, Jacob Johnston and the producers. And and uh big reason why I signed on to the movie is because they had a vision for it. I agreed with it. And I've never really been a fan of horror films because I get scared easily by that stuff. And um uh, even though I know it's all fake, it just scares me, oddly enough. But um, I just, there were so many things in the script that were fun. I mean, the fact that you know, I like music festivals and, and and DJs obviously are, in our generation, I'd say they're like, 
they're like the, the, the people taking over. So, um, I thought, I thought it was a real combination of, 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 uh, fun, great writing, um, horror. And like I was saying, I think, um, it's super sexy. So I'm excited for people to see it. And I think people are going to like it. And there's, I think a few, um, press releases coming out in the next few weeks. I, I, I just, I, I don't want to say something and then get in trouble for it, but, um, it's definitely going to be a great date night movie. And I, I don't know what the situation with COVID, how the release is going to work out because obviously movie theaters is uh is a tricky thing. We're trying to get a theater release, but um, it'll also be on, you know, the, the other streaming platforms. I know that we have someone that is going to um, be working that out. I just, I don't want to talk about that if I'm not allowed to talk about it and get in trouble. So, but um, I, I'm sure I'll be announcing something soon online. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, really exciting i'm really proud of that film too because the actors brought it like i said we all were very passionate about um challenging each other and like i said when you, when there's not a lot of money involved you just you're, you're forced to really um you, you're forced to get creative so it's very liberating in a lot of ways right and to end this thing i want to go back into your personal life and this is something i'm super passionate about you with and that is music and I remember the day that you got into guitar. And to be really honest, I had zero clue if you were going to come out after two weeks and be like, I'm done. This is too hard to learn. You got me into uh, guitar also. But two of your best friends, Jared, who raps and also is one of the best songwriters I know. And then me, I play the piano and produce. You have a couple of friends that are in the music way too. And you have a bunch of friends that are super talented in the industry that you've met. But getting into playing the guitar, getting into, you know, I think in the past you told me about La La Land. That was a movie that changed you about learning to play on. If you're able to be in a movie and you can play an instrument and be the whole part and not fake it, that's going to make you even better than what you are and be, you know, looked at as one of the greatest actors. And I think that's, I don't know if you remember saying that, but that's what you told me. And it stuck to me. And look, I fast forward a year and a half later, no, two years now, you are an amazing guitar player. You've now officially started singing. And I know it's a little bit of a private side. You are going to be coming out with music soon and people are going to be blown away by how incredible your voice is. But I want to get into a little bit on your music side and a little bit private because you'd never really talk about it. Only your close people know. So go ahead. Let us know what the next thing on Zach's agenda of music is. Well, first off, I want to say thank you for saying um, those really nice things about my voice. Um, it means a lot. And as you know, as a, as a musician and as an artist as well, um, for whatever reason, acting, luckily I've always just done it. So I've never had to second guess it. And I'm glad I started at a young age, but when you take on something new, it can be very daunting and very scary. So I think building a new skill set, not from scratch, cause I always enjoyed singing, but taking on guitar, which only helped my voice. I just thought that I didn't want to look back on my life and go, you know, it's not that I don't have a lot of free time. It's just that instead of playing video games or watching a bunch of poker videos, I, I really love poker. I'm fascinated by the game and the math behind it. I should really do something that could enhance my acting. And also something that I've wanted to take on, but frankly, I just didn't want to put in the work. So um, with that introduction, I think maybe I watched La La Land um, and saw that obviously, you know, actors have to learn things to play certain roles. I'm sure Ryan Gosling took a few piano lessons but I thought, wouldn't it be cool? Because when you're trying to prove yourself as an actor, you're not always afforded the luxury of, oh, we'll just we'll just teach him when we do the movie because it's cutthroat. I mean, people are out there trying to get these roles and 
And um, that's where you have to be at the top of your game. And and like I said, with Wimpy Kid, maybe if I didn't know how to memorize, I might have not gotten the role. You know, it's it's I think luck in a lot of ways is, is being at the right place at the right time. But it's when I don't know who said this, so I don't want to take their quote, but it's um, when um, preparation meets opportunity. So I want to sing. I want to make music regardless. But I thought, wouldn't it be so cool to already have that in in in, in my tool belt? So, you know, from then on, it just built. And like I said, I play every single day. There's no days off, no matter what. Um, and I think that's so important. You, um, you have to take accountability. And sure, you can be sad that you mess up. And there, were, there was about a year I was like, man, I don't want to do this. Oh, I'm not good. It takes forever. But it's like, you know, the plateau. And it's about the discipline when the initial emotion fades, you know, I'm sure that's probably a, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I know for a fact, it's definitely a key component in a relationship. It's that's why I'm saying these things aren't just about the crap themselves. The lessons that can be, um, um, that can be used in other aspects of life. For example, working on something every day, like guitar is also like first started with acting. And then I took that into guitar. And, and like I was saying, you know, in guitar, that initial passion fades, but I know that like, I have to keep up with it because it'll come right back. And I'm sure, like I was saying, like that's taught me a lot about relationships is, you know, forgetting that initial, you know, obviously they call it the honeymoon phase and and I'm sure marriage, I obviously I'm not married, but I'm sure marriage is a lot of that. It's something new. You transcend that initial passion and, and physical attraction and then it becomes much more something deeper. And I think that is what um, guitar has taught me and I'm learning through guitar. So it's been a huge blessing, man. I, I see the world way differently. I've appreciated music and other art form in a way that um, I never could see before. I'm sure you're, you know, learning that too. I think, you know, we're both on that journey. So um, uh, just one of the best things I've ever done is, is, is play another minute on guitar, you know, and, and every minute you put into that, like any real craft, I, I think it's never a minute wasted. So I can't wait to release music. I think, I'm glad I can take it seriously and, and, and put in the time that it deserves. And um, hopefully people will just enjoy it. You know, I think I just want to make music that is honest and truthful. I think in a lot of ways, my industry, the acting industry, I think it's a lot of people pretending about who they are and, and who they're not. And um, I'm not saying that's not a part of it. It's just, I, I just want to be me. You know, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like I was saying, I, I think for a long time, I always felt I had to be someone else and, and act like someone I'm not. And um, sometimes you attract the wrong people, you can push people away. Um, but I, I think I'm at a place in my life now, and I have been for a few years where I know what I want, I know what I have to do to get there. And I, I think any day wasted is uh, I'm just cheating myself. So with that being said, um, I hope, you know, people check out my music and my work and um and any support, I'm like just beyond grateful for because it's the only reason I'm even sitting here talking to you, you know? So, and I'm 100% sure people will love your music. But thank you, Zach, for coming on. And I hope everyone had a humongous treat listening to all the advice he has. And if, as a best friend, I opened him up in the perfect way to let out some insight that maybe other people couldn't get out. But thank you, Zach, for coming on. If everyone can go, you know, like Mike for success. Go follow Zach on Instagram and uh, TikTok. I know he's now on. And what is it? <laughs> at Zachary Gordon. Um, I think right now it's, um, I think it, oh man, it's, it's Zach Gordon something. So I, because I, I think people had, had, had used my name, but um, you'll find it. Zach Gordon, Zach, uh, Zach Gordon or something. But um, 
yeah, I mean, just shoot me a message. I, I always like getting to know um, people who uh, are kind of to support me and um, it, it means a lot to me. So hopefully we can, you know, chat. And if you have any questions about acting, really music, anything, I'm, I'm always here to, you know, uh, help a fellow artist. So uh, if I can help in any way. And uh, thanks for listening. If you're still here. Right. <laughs> and if all you guys uh, will go check out American Pie, it comes out in what, October or something. It'll come out during October, October 6th. October 6th. October 6th, and also Dreamcatcher, which will be coming out later then. But those are the next newest movies Zach will be on, and we will have a treat of watching him and laughing and also in horror. But thank you, everyone, for another episode of Mike for Success, and I hope you had a great time, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Michael. Michael.